Welcome to The Beacon, your connection to nonprofit success. Now here's your Lighthouse Council host. Hi, welcome to The Beacon Podcast, your connection to nonprofit success. I'm Jeff Jowdy, your host for today's discussion on fundraising and higher education, and we are delighted to have as our special guest, Dr. Jay Lemons. Jay, welcome to The Beacon Podcast. It's my pleasure to be with you. For our listeners, Jay is the president of Academic Search, a higher education executive search firm, and prior to being with a search firm, Jay served as president of Susquehanna University and chancellor of the University of Virginia's College at Wise. Jay is a past chair of the NCAA Board of Governors and has over 25 years' experience in higher education roles where he has served on committees and boards for some of the most recognizable educational organizations, including the American Council on Education, the American Association of Colleges and Universities, the National Association of Independent colleges and universities and the Council of Independent Colleges. Jay holds a Bachelor of Science and a Bachelor of Arts degree from Nebraska Wesleyan University, Master of Education from the University of Nebraska at Lincoln, and a PhD from the University of Virginia. Jay, again, thank you so much for sharing your tremendous insight with our listeners today. Very happy to be with you and look forward to the conversation. Great. And our listeners will not know, but I have to do this because I hope he'll listen. I want to pay tribute to our mutual friend who connected us, certainly role model and icon to me, Dr. Brent Kennedy, who was with you and you keenly recruited him at the University of Virginia at Wise. So congratulations for getting him home to Appalachia. Well, thank you for that. And if I may, let me just say that Brent is truly a giant, even though he stands about five foot seven inches tall. And he continues to be a source of inspiration for an awful lot of us. And almost everything I learned about fundraising, I learned from Brent Kennedy. And I'm very proud and grateful to him for investing in me in the way that he did and for the good that he did for his alma mater, UVA's College at Wise. What a, as you said, inspiration, friend, and leader. So thank you, and I know he'll be pleased to, to hear this podcast, as will other listeners. So you've had such a distinguished career in, in higher education, and just curious, kind of a bottom line with today's fundraising professionals, what should they be doing every day to develop relationships for the university? Well, my belief about higher education, and I mean this in a broadly secular way, though for many, especially those associated with faith-based institutions of higher learning, this is work that's got to be a calling. Your soul has to be stirred, I think, to be effective. And I think that's the place where it all begins. So beyond having a passion for the work, I think one of the most important lessons I learned is that it's hard to raise money from behind a desk. And I think being out and having and building and nurturing relationships is at the heart of fundraising success. It's more than just about seeing people and connecting with them, but finding ways as well for them to come to see and know and understand the mission of the institution and to find ways for engaging them appropriately and seeing the fruits of that work and of contributing to it. 
Excellent. I love that to begin with that passion and the calling. So thank you. You know, one of the areas that I know of great interest to folks in higher ed and certainly remains a challenge is alumni engagement and whether it's getting them engaged and as well as their giving, which plays into these uh, all-important ratings oftentimes for different colleges and universities. How about any advice you have for alumni engagement and giving in higher education? It's very interesting. As we concluded a campaign at Susquehanna probably close to five or six years ago, one of the outcomes of it was I was able to provide a study period, a sabbatical, if you will, to our vice president for development, a man named Ron Cohen. And Ron was interested in this very question. And I think now is really one of the experts that's out there. And in fact, he has created his own organization called 2468. It's a play on the old cheer. Who do we appreciate? And Ron's really given this next phase of his professional life to thinking about how institutions can develop relationships with alumni. I think Ron and I both believe that one of the most important ways that institutions can facilitate having alumni who are engaged and who are loyal and who are generous is by helping them to have profoundly positive experiences as undergrads and doing what you can and to help them effectively launch. I think the other thing I would comment on, Jeff, is that we need to be mindful as institutions that there are different developmental challenges for people across the whole of their lives. And it's probably not realistic to imagine holding engagement levels at a constant place and at a high level. And yet, the more that we can think about different stages of career and life, and the more that we're able to segregate our programmatic attempts to connect to those folks, the better it is. I also believe there are many ways and many people in the Ivy League institutions and others for the resources that they have. Um, would say that what I envy more than their big endowments was the sense that there was a commitment to helping each generation of new students understand that there were others before them who in fact are helping to underwrite the cost of their educational programs and who have been helped by previous generations and that they are joining a long line of loyal alumni. And I think they have been more effective than most at helping everyone to see that it is in their mutual and personal and the institution's interests to stay connected to those networks. And I think it's increasingly challenging, especially around alumni giving, which is one of the ways that we most significantly measure engagement. And this is where I think Ron Cohen's work is really important, is that we need to think about engagement much more broadly. And that there are ways that alums at different points along their own experiences and throughout their own life's journey can make contributions. So the value of those very young alumni coming back and talking about how they launched 
is frankly probably more valuable than the modest financial contribution that they will make. And for those who begin to have children who get to be college looking age, it's not only their own children, but the network of their networks. And raising up one's alma mater is a great place to get a good education. And thinking about ways of involving folks in governance and in friend raising and in social activities. All of these are important and it is absolutely vital for institutions that they find ways of staying connected to alumni or they leave a lot on the table and not just financial gifts but the ability to help open doors that can be meaningful and important to people who are attempting to build successful organizations businesses and corporations to helping people through the natural transitions and changes that come in the course of a career. So I think finding ways of staying connected are really important. I do think that in the digital world in which we find ourselves, that there are tools and capacities that are tremendously beneficial. And we're not there for generations of alumni executives. And it's really incumbent upon the institution to make investments to make those uh, alumni connections as robust as they can be between alums and with the alma mater. Thank you, Jay. And I know over the years you've certainly hired and recruited stars like Brent and helped develop staff on many levels and areas, but in particular, you know, now with your search world, what trends do you see and what institutions are looking for in advancement and especially for chief advancement officers? Well, a couple of trends I would comment on, and I look back over 25 years in the seat of a college president, and the first half of my career roughly was spent in public institutions and several flagship public institutions. And what I would say is that over the last 30 years, I now see that fundraising in public institutions is almost as high a priority as it is for private institutions. And while it might have been valuable and important 30 years ago, it was not the same level of priority as it is today in a public institution. Similarly, I would say that it's also the case that private institutions are almost always looking for ways in which they can be attractive sources for seeking governmental funding. And so one of the trends I would say is that the worlds between public and private higher education are much more similar today than they were 25 years ago. And I think that fundraising as a priority across both sectors has only increased in its importance. I would say that advancement as a professional field continues to be rather in its adolescence and great fundraisers remain a very 
rare and special group of people. There is constantly a chase in trying to attract the most talented, best fundraisers, and I think that there is a certain sort of life without end for the best fundraisers. I think it's really incumbent upon all of us in the not-for-profit world and in higher education, we have unusual opportunities to make introductions to young people to help them to think about a life as fundraisers. And you know, one of the things that I think is a trend is that we're often better served by trying to find ways of recognizing talent and capacity and growing our own advancement professionals. I think that's oftentimes as effective or more effective than chasing people from one place to another. Very, very sound advice. And, you know, you mentioned the profession being in its infancy and high demand because it seems like with these campaigns growing in size that a lot of institutions are staffing up and maybe relying more than ever on professional staff. But how important is it in fundraising to engage the faculty and staff and volunteers in higher education? Well, I think as a campus leader, it's really important to try and help the campus community understand the objectives of development and fundraising programs and efforts. And I will tell you that in some ways, picking up a little bit on my last point, I I would say I think the skills learned in doing fundraising have application in virtually every sphere of human life that I know of in the 21st century. And these are skills that will transfer to a whole variety of settings. And similarly, I'm struck by the number of people who will have said to me, I'll do anything you want me to do, but I can't ask people for money. I can think of three or four instances in my life where I got that line from someone who over time themselves became very major donors who came to understand they had a capacity for philanthropy and a heart for it and who over the course of time with it being completely pain-free found the joy that there is in inviting others to make commitments to a larger mission. And on a college campus, very often for alumni, it's members of the faculty who are at the heart of their animated, transformative experiences. And faculty members very present a decade or two or three out in the life of an alumni is enormously helpful to fundraising. Similarly, athletic coaches and in smaller colleges where I've lived my life, you know, as many as a third of the students are involved in intercollegiate athletics. And there's probably in many of those instances no one they spend more time with than their coaches. And the capacity for faculty members, coaches, other staff members who have had intense engagements with our students, they are incredible fundraisers. They may not be the ones who make the ask, or they may be. When you think about volunteers, I obviously think about trustees. I think about members of alumni association boards. You think about folks that heads of regional clubs and organizations. These are the people 
who help keep the flame of the institution lit and fueled. And they're absolutely vital in higher ed fundraising that you do all you can to engage appropriately, to support, to cheer on, and to recognize the role of volunteers. Taking me back to where I began and the work of my friend Ron Cohen, he did a study at Carleton, spent time with the folks there. And there was an alum who about a half a dozen to a dozen matriculating students each and every year would say this person named Jeff was why they got interested in Carleton. If you begin to calculate the net revenue each of those students produce, it doesn't take you long to recognize that Jeff was as important as almost any major donor to that institution or any institution with such people. And it may start there, but it often leads its way to actual fundraising success at other points in life. And had Carlton not found a way to create a vehicle for Jeff to advocate on behalf of the institution and then equally to recognize the importance of those actions in the same ways that they did monetary contributions is really important. So it's all a part of a piece in my mind and it has to do with where we began this interview, Jeff, and that is successful fundraisers have an ability to nurture relationships with individual people on behalf of an institution. Jay, you are tremendous to share your great insight, and we'd love to have you back. We'd mentioned a few topics, and so we're going to invite you to come back and have some great discussion on some other areas. But today, our discussion, your insight on fundraising and higher education has been tremendous, and we thank you. You are very welcome, Jeff. It's a pleasure, and I would be happy to come back when I could be helpful. Great. And for our listeners, please be sure to be in touch with Jay and Academic Search. You can follow them on Twitter at ASI underscore exec search. And their website is academic-search.com. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the Beacon Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Beacon, your connection to nonprofit success. Tune in every week for nonprofit topics with special guest interviews suggest future topics, and learn more about upcoming podcasts and guests at lighthousecouncil.com.